froze me up on what ground? I'm shocked, shocked to find that gambling is going on in here. Calm down, Greg, it's soccer. It's soccer. You're winning, sir. Oh, thank you very much. Everybody out at once. Welcome back to the Plus Money Podcast, your home for the best bets in 15 minutes or less. I'm Andrew Passaro. We've got a special guest today. Ani is out with a scheduling issue, but we welcome in Richard Buxton. Richard covers the Premier League over in England. Very excited to have him on. Longtime follower of the podcast. Incredibly hit a huge parlay a few weeks back, he told us, tailing a bunch of Ani's and myself's picks. So uh, welcome to the podcast. Excited to have you on. How are you doing today, brother? Yeah, very good. It's uh, a Champions League week, so there's never a quiet moment, which is always great because... You know, these are the weeks you live for, aren't they? So um, hopefully we get some decent picks this time and uh, hopefully we match that ballet from a few weeks ago. Oh, yeah. I mean, we've got, we've got, I mean, we're into the quarterfinals, which is just, it's going to be a great run. We've got Benfica taking on Liverpool, Manchester City taking on Atletico Madrid, Chelsea, Real Madrid, and Villarreal Bayern. Let's start with the men in red. Well, I guess it's a, a total clash of red. Liverpool will probably be wearing those uh, those yellow kits on the road in uh, Portugal this week. They take on Benfica the first time they've played since I want to say the two thousand so the two thousand six two thousand seven Champions League. It's been a, it's been a while since they matched up. I know you were at the presser. What are you expecting from this tie between these two teams before we give our first picks? It's a tough one, really. I mean, I think when you look at Benfica's results against Braga on Friday night, which was a uh, and neck and neck for the Champions League qualification spots. Um, they didn't do great. and um, he, But I think that they've got enough breathing space with Braga. I think it's nine points now. So unless they have a real capitulation, they should be okay. So I think they're going to go all in on this one. Liverpool, which are on Saturday, could be quite tricky. I think it seems to be a habit with um, these pre-Champions League games. They're always quite cagey and they're always at Anfield, funnily enough. So um, I'm always there. So West Ham before... Uh, they faced Inter um, in the second leg was tough and, you know, it was a, a very, you know, a narrow win. Um, and then you look at the Watford game of the weekend, wasn't great. I think it's going to be interesting to see what Klopp does because the selections will be quite telling. Sunday's the bigger game, really, for a lot of fans. Um, but Klopp has this habit, and he says it quite a lot in press conferences, we'll go with everything we've got. So he's like all in on every competition. Uh, the League Cup, okay, the lineup went went huge and the FA Cup similarly, but you know, there's always intensity in those displays. But I, I get the feeling the club will go all out in the Champions League. Like Echo, I think might probably overthink it and probably mess players for Sunday. Um I think Klopp's will go all in and I think he's downplaying this quadruple, but I think he knows that Liverpool have got a great chance of doing it. Um it's just avoiding injuries. It's gonna be the biggest thing, because if you don't avoid injuries, um then we're going to see what happened with last season with the Van Dijk um, setback and and how the whole House of Cards tumbles. But I think while they are, uh, according to him earlier, they're at uh, full strength again. So I suppose well for uh, for Klopp to sort of have a good run at it. Maybe unleash Luis Diaz in his old um, his old parish in Portugal. So I think Liverpool will fancy the chances, and I think it will be a strong. 11, maybe even a strong match to each one. Bringing up Luis Diaz makes me think of one of the three props I have on my sheet on my sheet for this one. Depending on if he starts, I might still bet it, even if he's off the bench. But I really love an anytime Diogo Jota goal. He's been on great form, goal and an assist for Portugal during his World Cup qualifiers. You can get that at plus 105. He scored over the weekend again. I love the way that he's been playing. He's fit into this team so well. I really like I don't want to say it's a lock because he obviously might not start. They might make 
change things up up front. So that's that's not my definitive pick, but I do love over 10 corners in this game at plus 110. Both of these teams have a knack to getting a bunch of corners, so I feel like that's a really lo- nice prop for the game. And I do like Liverpool on the spread, minus one and a half, so them to win by two or more. I think they can go to Portugal and get things done. But those are my picks for this game. What you got? I've got a bit more conservative because, um, as I say, because of the last few games, pre-Champions League have not been great and, and the follow-up has not been great. I'm kind of going under two and a half for Liverpool. I think Liverpool will win. I think Joseph is a good shout. I mean, he's been incredible. But I just feel because of the, the way these games have fallen with the, the pre-Champions League games, especially the inter-game recently, and, and obviously what the weekend, I think probably under two and a half is not a bad shout because... I think Liverpool will, they'll, they'll either get two goals as we saw against Inter in the first leg, but whether they'll have enough to uh, to ramp it up, I'm not so sure. It, 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 you can never tell Liverpool in Europe at the moment, but one thing for certain is I think they'll win. So uh, winning under two and a half is not a bad shot for me. I like that. I like that a lot. Let's go to Manchester City Atletico. Also on Tuesday, this one will be in England, Manchester City at home. Don't have to travel before their huge game against Liverpool on Sunday. This, I have... I went a bunch of different ways on this, but I'm gonna I'm gonna stick with that. Not the same bet, but I like the under two and a half in Manchester City Atletico. City win two nil over the weekend. I know Atleti don't exactly get they're gonna bring out the dark arts in this one if they're gonna try to get anything, which is why I wouldn't be surprised if we get like a one one, a one nil, like a like a squeaker of a goal from Manchester City. I'm not expecting them to get in behind. I I know. We know what Diego Simeone is going to have this team doing, and that's why I'm not expecting goals. You can get that at plus 105. So I do think City get a result. I don't exactly think it's the uh, most appealing game of football we've ever seen, but uh, you know, result is a result. And you brought up a good a good point that Pep may kind of change things as he looks ahead to Sunday. So if there's anybody to overthink it, it's Pep Guardiola. But uh, I like the under two and a half. Yeah, that's not a bad shout, really. I mean, the only one I'd probably go for would be City draw no bet because Atletico were coming off that great win at the weekend, a much-needed win. And City, I mean, I, I managed to catch the, the back end of the Burnley game when I got back from Anfield on Saturday. And it wasn't as, as easy as, as the scoreline suggests. You know, they raced into that early first-half lead, but from there on, it was sort of, you know, Burnley did make them work for it. So I think probably draw no bet on City because we, we also know what Timmy only can do. And you, you say about the dark arts, we saw it at Anfield two years ago before lockdown. That, you know, that was a masterful, you know, it was just a masterful dark arse display. I mean, there's, there's, there's more blood and we can use, but I won't, I won't actually the <laughs> airwaves. It's, you know, let's thank you, but a semi-family show. But um, yeah, I think, I mean, I do feel like Atletico could get something. At the SEA, it just depends on, you know, how mad, how well they shoot the Simeone blueprint. So that's why I think draw no better city is a, Probably not, not a bad option because I think City at home still are a great team and, and can't pull opponents away. I mean, they, look, they've got the right. They still have the roster and the depth to rotate and still put out a, a team that most other clubs would dream to have. So there, there's, you know, so many riches over there. But let's get to Chelsea Real Madrid. This one we saw last season in what was it the semi semifinals of yeah. a replay of last year's semifinal, the Champions League. Christian Pulisic scoring that one uh, a couple or last year for Chelsea, uh, the American. But you know what? I kind of think Chelsea got blasted by Brentford four one this weekend in the Premier League. Kind of a shock result. Gave up what was it four goals in a very quick period of time, which is why. I, I was big on Chelsea at the beginning of the year, and the second that Lukaku lost his shooting boots, I've kind of I've stayed away from them a lot. But I do like over two and a half and both teams to score in this one because I think 
Chelsea's defense always has that moment where like for five to 10 minutes, they just switch off. And with the pace on the counterattack that Real Madrid have and the experience they have in this tournament, I think they can definitely get on, like, get a goal or two on the score sheet. So I'm, I'm definitely taking a risk here with the over two and a half, but I think both teams to score is a really, really good bet for this game. But I'm going to take the over two and a half, both teams to score plus 140. Yeah, that's on my card as well. That's a really good bet. And, you know, as you say, Chelsea got hit for four against Brentford and and Real got a decent result of the weekend. Um, it'll be interesting to see if Carl Chelsea's back for that, but with obviously COVID. Um, but his son, David, he was at, with him at Everton, so someone I know quite well from afar. seems to have followed the, the instructions to the letter, so I can see it being a quite a fancy game. You've got to remember as well, in the context of last season's game, it was a semi-final, stakes were high. I mean, I remember Madrid went to Anfield and, and really part of the bus because they had a 3-1 uh, lead from the first leg. So, and you know, it's different managers. You know, Ancelotti's very different coach to Zidane Lutz. Tuchel's now more got his feet under the table because he inherited a good squad, but quite tactically full from Frank Lampard, which is uh, great news for me covering Everton on the regular. But, um, <laughs> but yeah, I think it's going to be a different game because, because there's different coaches. I mean, yes, Tuchel's been there already. But I think you look at the... Um, the setup now, it's very different. And as you say, the Lukaku um, dynamic has really skewed things. But I think there'll be some goals in this, and I think it's going to be a good game. It's incredible. You see the amount of money that Chelsea have spent on strikers in, in the last, you know, just the last few years. It's Lukaku and, and Werner, and they can't get either of them, like, scoring 15 goals a year in the Premier League. It, it makes it makes me... I, I had a buddy who's a big Liverpool fan text me over the week, and he's like, dude, I'm so happy they went and got Chota over 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 Werner. It's like we paid a significantly less amount of money, and he is just... He fits so perfectly. So, uh, last one of the of this week, we got Villarreal taking on Bayern. Um, I've got two props for this. I'm going to, again, go back to over 10 corners at plus 135. I like that one. And then I like over 2.5. That's at minus 170. I think uh, Bayern absolutely blasted Freiburg in the Bundesliga. Although I, I do think Villarreal are going to prove tricky. I wouldn't be surprised if they get on the score sheet themselves. They've... They might not be having the best season in La Liga, but they've been having quite the European run. So I think they're going to prove they're going to prove their salt here against Bayern. I do like Bayern to win, but I like the over two and a half. I'm not touching any quarterbacks after your some of your ones recently. They were some of them killed me. <laughs> some of them really killed me. I'll be watching the game and going, "How many corners is that?" And I was going, "No, it's not going to hit." Um, so I'm not touching the corners. I'm going for a bit of a, an ambitious one here, um, and this is purely on the back of Bayern. At uh, the weekends, you know, we, we you had it in the parlay, uh, Bayern's to win, and it hits, even though they went 1-0 down. And Bayern's habit for when they go a goal behind, they hit a team for three, four, five. I think over three and a half goals is not a bad shout on this one. You might get a, a, a better price because it's, it's probably yeah. a bit... I think it's plus 150 here in the States. Yeah, it's a good, it's a good price. I mean, I think that's a, a great one to try because I think Bayern, when they're on it, and we saw that against um, Salzburg in the last rounds, they really are ruthless and, you know, they've got a, a strong core now. Neuer back, uh, Lewandowski still going for fun. So I think three and a half is probably a, a great shout because I think there will be goals when Bayern are involved and if they go down first, then God help uh, Villarreal, God help Unai Emery. So that'll be my pick. I know there's a prop here that you can get a team for team to come from behind and win. So uh, that's a great shout on Byron, by the way. All right. Well, before we wrap it up, follow Richard on Twitter at Richard Buxton underscore. Great, great, great follow for Liverpool Everton content. Bunch of any footy content in general. 
World Cup's coming up this. I was gonna say this summer. I'm so upset that it's not this summer because we're gonna have. I don't. I don't know what I'm. I was talking to my girlfriend and I was like, I don't know what I'm gonna do with the podcast for the summer because normally we just have the World Cup, take off a couple weeks. Premier League's right there, and it's like I'm gonna have to figure out how to bet MLS because I don't want to take the entire summer off. And it's like I have to figure something out. But we got the World Cup, United States and England in the same group, but. I'm I, I'm not going to talk about that, but I will say anyone you like, you know, it's it's April fourth. We've got several months before we get to Qatar. But is there anyone you like right now outright to either go on a, a you know a nice run in the tournament or to just win it outright? I've kind of got to go with my, my family connections. I've got to go with Spain. Um, you know, I've got I've got Spanish uh, relatives, so I've got to go with Spain. But not just that because what Luis Enrique has done has been incredible and. I don't. I mean, I, I watch Barcelona a lot. You know, slavishly devoted to Barcelona, watching them, uh, supporting them, and I don't think he got the credit he really deserves after that travel in twenty fifteen. So you look at, at the body works now. You know, they went close in the Euros last year. Yeah, it was last year. The time's gone yeah. flown. Um, yeah, you know, you look at, obviously Italy didn't get into this this tournament um, for the second time running, which is. Easy, um, but I think Spain are really well equipped. I think you look at the players they've got. Pedri, I mean, man, that kid is something else. I mean, if you saw the goal for Barcelona um, on Sunday night, wow, this is a kid who's in his late teens and he is only going to get better. And he is the, the duel on the crown. And you know, I, I think Enrique's developed the squad quite well. You know, he's basically with, with Alvaro Morata, who struggled uh, for form and confidence, and he's, he's getting the best out of him. Uh, you've got Ferran Torres. Who's obviously got the move from City to Barcelona? You've got some youngsters coming through like Nico and Gavi at Barcelona. I think Gavi's a good, a good bet for a, a sort of a future Iniesta. So we've got a lot of good players. I mean, the only concern I have is probably the defence. Um, I think it depends who's in goal. I think Unai Simon's quite good from Bilbao, but I mean, as I said, because I, I, I watch Barcelona, I've got question marks over Eric Garcia. But Spain's squad looks really strong, and, and you know, if Luisco gets the right there. Uh, Right formula, I think they can go all the way, but um, it's a crazy World Cup, isn't it? You know, in November to mid December, it's, it's absolutely crazy. It's certainly happening, really, in terms of you know how oh, this tournament should happen. But you know, it's here now, we've got a sort of deal, and hopefully, by 2026 comes around, the new guys are hosting it. We're back to the summer and we can go back to some sort of normality. I'm not happy about it, although. I will say England USA is going to be the day after Thanksgiving here, yeah. which everyone will be off so. I'll, I'll be very excited to like watch that game, but I would much rather watch that game just in, in the summer outside, you know, nice, nice, you know, pub, get the whole thing going. But uh, thank you so much for joining me today. I really appreciate it. We've got a nice stretch here. Uh, like I said, go follow him on Twitter at Richard Buxton underscore um, and follow the pod on Twitter and Instagram at the plus money pod at Andrew Pissarro. Shout out Ani at Ani 323. And uh, let's go get some wins, everybody.